You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. Okay, sure, yeah. Okay, welcome everybody to uh, another episode of Clock Radios. This feels like, this feels like a turn, Doc. It's the new era, Clock this Radio This is 100%, 100%. Um, I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. ClockRadioSpeakers.com, powered by Tumblr, has our previous 300-some-odd episodes. We are also on Facebook. We are also on Instagram. Uh, you can get all of our previous podcast goodness on God, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere except for SoundCloud because they are trash. And uh, Doc's here. Woo. What's going on, everybody? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want, at Doc underscore Beats S9 is even more important than that. Just follow the show. But we also have a new place you can find us online. Where can you find us at now, Doc? You can find us on Patreon. We are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash CRS podcast, or if you go to clockreadyspeakers.com, there is a Patreon link up at the top. Armandwakeup.com also has a link to our Patreon. Oh, look at that. So just want to make it as easy as possible for the people. And Armand, why are we doing a Patreon? Man, uh, honestly, because people kept asking us to set one up. I thought Armand was going to say, because I would like money. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, because... People were hitting us up saying, I want to support you monetarily. Please set something up. And Doc and I just, well, not Doc and I, I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And one day Doc was just like, I'm just going to do it. And Doc finished the lion's share of it. I, I recorded the video. It went up today. And uh, streets are talking. It went up today. Um We already have uh, some some subscribers. And for those of you who have subscribed, we really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so there are there. We'll be, make this real quick. Uh, we're not gonna. Hopefully, I don't think we're gonna be like pitching the the, the Patreon too much. We'll let y'all know it's there every week. But basically, it's uh, there's two tiers. One is five uh, five bucks a month, and basically you're doing two things. Number one, you're supporting the show. That's right? the Which, building. That, that you're in the building, right? Yeah. Um, and you're supporting the show, and you're also gonna get access to bonus audio from each show. Which is basically when Armand and I sit down to record the show, we fire up. Skype, we call each other, we hit record, and uh, we try to get our thoughts together. We riff on stuff. Sometimes we do entire bits that, like, not when I, when I say bits, I mean like we're really just coming up with stuff on the fly. Sometimes in the past, those have been really funny, and I've included those like little snippets as like a little intro into an episode. But like, we talk definitely more than that. Now, this week, we just happened to talk for a lot more. Right. It's not always like that, but. Um, you get access to that, but when we say support the, when we say uh, you're supporting the show, part of it is like you know stuff's not free to do, right? It costs money right. to yep. host it, uh, equipment costs money, all that stuff, and we've paid for it for years, and we're you know obviously happy to do it because we we'll love to do the show, but you know we figured it might not be a bad idea if we could cover our costs and go, you know, if we could also get to a place where paying for new equipment when we need it, you know, like I'm rocking, you know, a seven year old cheap usb mic at this point might not be a bad idea at some point to get a nicer mic like stuff like that but uh we want to make sure that y'all get more than just you know good feelings from supporting us so five dollar tier in the building you get access to bonus audio from each show ten dollar tier the streets in the streets you get obviously that bonus audio you're going to get early access to limited quantity merch aka next time we do a t-shirt run or next time we do, actually, we get, now that we have Patreon, we can do even more, right? Could be, and actually, we'd love to hear what y'all would be interested in for merch, right? Um, I don't know, stickers, hoodies, other ideas. Like, if you got ideas for merch, hit us up uh, at CRS Podcast and let us know. Um, for those who are subscribers at the $10 uh, level, which is uh, the streets level, you're also going to get exclusive and unreleased music from Armand, myself, some combination thereof. Um, we do a lot of music. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just making beats and I start making remixes. And I've put out some of those, you know, uh, from Armand's most recent album recently, but like I got, <laughs> I got more and we have ideas for other music as well. It's not just remixes. And, you know, we'd love, we'd love to reward, uh, those of you who, uh, who are able to, uh, support us. And so, yeah, we want to make sure we do that as well. We don't have like a schedule of how often we're going to do it, but you definitely will get some stuff. 
And then honestly, we don't know what else. Like we're still figuring it out. So I will, I will wrap up my part and let Armand say whatever he needs to say. But by basically saying, if you're hearing this and you're like, hmm, it's kind of interesting. But if you have something that would be like, yeah, this would really put me over the top. Let us know. I can't promise that we're going to like be able to do it. But like, I want to know what, you know, what would put you over the top for being able to do it. And for those of you who can't support or have reasons why you don't want to support or you're just like, I just listen to this podcast and that's all I do and I'm not going to support. Like, that's cool. Like, we appreciate you all for being here. Like, the regular show is still going to be just as free as it's always been and there's going to be no ads and, you know, y'all are getting the benefit of all that. So absolutely, it's, absolutely. All, it's all good. Armand, I, I, I rambled and, and ranted there. You got anything you want to add? Not online. I've actually got two ideas uh, oh, that see, we can talk go. about after the show. And let me write them down because I will forget. But no, that's it. Thank you guys for supporting those who have supported so far. Those who did not know, because you know, we only put it out on social media. Social media is a is a certain sect of our audience. There's definitely people who listen to the show who either aren't on social media or don't regularly engage in on social media, uh, but still listen to the show. So if you're hearing this and that leads you to support, thank you very much. We already hit our our goal within the first day, so that was great. And uh, yeah, onward and upward. All what right. are we doing now? Let's 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 let's. Oh, and I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Doc, you're gonna fix. Do I sound different? You, you sound a little gar. Actually, your Skype just got garbled, but you're recording your end, so it's all good. Why? Because okay. you're in a you're in a new environment. I'm in a new environment. I'm in a new apartment. Praise yeah. the Lord. Um, apartment is fire. I'm very happy. Lots of space. You can roll around, jump around, jump up, jump up, and get down. A lot of room for activities. Lots of room for activities, absolutely. So I'm I'm about to make an IKEA trip this weekend. Oh boy. Um, I there's just two things that I know I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go back later with my sister, and she's gonna help me get all the. You probably need that things. So I took my mom to IKEA for the first time this weekend. Ooh, how'd that go? Was she overwhelmed? She was a little overwhelmed. I mean. I am definitely an IKEA expert at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. Once you go a couple times, it's not that big of a deal. The first time is like, it's like bizarre world. It's like, Oz. like Marissa's office is all IKEA. Our bedroom is all IKEA. I have an IKEA kitchen, like fully like decked out kitchen. So like, we have a lot of IKEA stuff. So oh, you're one of those people. What do you mean one of those people? Well, here, here's a question for you. <laughs> what do you mean you people? <laughs> Here's a question. As yeah. somebody who, what do, you, what do you, what do you like, six one? Uh, yeah. About six one. Like, one of the reasons why there's certain things that I, like, I'll rock with from Ikea, but a lot of things that I won't because it's so low. Like, does that? Like, what? What do you mean? That, like, the, uh. The beds are too low to the ground. Um, no, the bed, like, I, our bed, our, uh, our bed frame is Ikea. That's, it's all good for me. Um, not low at all. Okay. Whatever I see in the store, usually most of the stuff I see, the, the computer desks are relatively low. Um, the, the chairs only go but so high. Like the couches are really low, you know, sounds, but I'm 6'5", though. Yeah, so. I was going to say, sounds like you, sounds like they've got, they've got a bias against tall people. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say so. Um, so I took my mom, uh, I took my mom there for the first time and she lives out in Utah. So I was out in Utah and she has, she's actually, she has never seen my house because she's been out there. She hasn't had a chance to come back, come out here. It's difficult mm-hmm. to travel for her. Sure. So, um, so for her, it was great. Cause I could be like, we're going through stuff. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, we've got that. And it was literally like, it was like, oh, that's, that's in my house too. Oh yeah, that's in my house. And so like, <laughs> she got, you know, that was cool. She got to see all that stuff, but no, she was definitely kind of overwhelmed. And then we, like the whole top part, it's basically, if you think, if you've never been there before, it's almost like, like all these like HGTV like rooms, you know, mm-hmm. they've got all the mini like, oh, picture yourself here or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then you get downstairs where they've got like, you know. That's that's hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's the like you think it's upstairs, but it's like when you walk down those stairs or take the elevator, that's when you're like in true purgatory. I mean, where it's with everything that you could possibly want. Purgatory or opportunity, right? Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's because it's everything you want. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, Ikea. You're going to Ikea. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Ikea. We just compared Ikea to hell. Ikea is great. Let me not. Shout out Ikea. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Ikea, you, you, Ikea, you could really put a nice big chunk in our Patreon. 
Be all 100%, good. 100%, please. Absolutely. You have your own tier. <laughs> and this part of the show is sponsored by Ikea. <laughs> no, no sponsors. No sponsors. Um, all right. Um, what's going on, man? What else? So you got the new, so you got the new place. New place, new place. So I'm, I'm in the market for uh, studio equipment, uh, new TV, uh, just random stuff because this, like, this place isn't like super. Like my last place had a lot of like closet space, mm, mm-hmm. and by closet space I mean like it had a, it had a closet in the bathroom. There was a laundry room that had a, a, a lot of space in it where I could put. I don't have any of that, that stuff now. So now I need to find like create storage spaces and storage units and little things like that. So I'm trying to figure that out. That's the thing is, is to, I have a, I have a year at least. I mean, I'm probably going to be here a couple years, but like, I don't, what I'll end up doing is I'll get so obsessed with it. I want to furnish everything in the first month and you can't do that. No, you can't do that unless you've budgeted for it, which I have not I've budgeted for things, but to furnish the entire apartment. No, I haven't. So, yeah, figuring that out has been interesting. What do you get first? You know, do you I kind of want to get studio equipment because I've got some ideas. I kind of want to get a TV <laughs> because a, like, such a rapper room. It's like I it have is. no furniture, but I need a mic. Nah, I've got <laughs> I've got all my furniture. My furniture is good. Okay. It's the it's the small stuff. I got a I got a new sectional. I've got I got a new, uh, new computer desk. Like I've got all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that yeah. stuff is good. It's. It's the other things that make the space more functional. Right, right, right. That's that's what I'm looking for. Okay. But I I I want to rap a little bit. Yeah, I want to rap a little bit. Okay. And I can't do it on this mic because, like you, I have a cheap blue USB mic, and you know, like a lot of my a lot of my nerdy audio file friends. And I say again, I say nerd in the most endearing way possible because everybody's a nerd about something. Right, right, right. But you know, they're like, oh get the $600 preamp and get this $500 mic and you need this knob. And then I'm like, I, I, I don't need all that. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to talk to, I'm going to talk to you about what I, what I want to, what I want to purchase offline. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Cause I feel like if I tell everybody, this is what I want my setup to be. People are going to be like, no, get the, go to Sweetwater and get the brand new if only people knew the cheap equipment we've recorded so many songs with bruh <laughs> and nowadays cheap is pretty good well that's another thing oh man well when we talk about these unappreciated albums we're going to talk about later like you go back and listen to stuff from like that uh we'll say 03 to 07 time frame mm-hmm. and like if you're an if you were an indie artist like some of the quality on that you're like mm. I get it. Like, you know, the indie revolution had really started, but wasn't really fully on par yet, you know? But we'll, we'll so are get you, there. Are you talking about, like, the equivalent of maybe Push's first rendition of Fear God, where it just it wasn't mixed and mastered no, at all? No, I, 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 I don't want to give it away, because okay. there's, there's, right. there's a particular song I have in mind, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, okay. So, new apartment. Yeah, new apartment. Yeah. Other than, I mean, you know, streets talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else is going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Kids were here for the week. Got, yeah. to spend, got to spend Thanksgiving with them. That was that was a great time. They helped me move and pack stuff. And yo, having older kids is great. It's so great because they just do stuff. And my daughter is super. She's organized. Yeah. She's very organized and meticulous. And my son is like me. He's just like ah, we'll do it later. So. Learning when you get to the age, I'm not saying that babies and, and young children can't do this because they do, but like getting to the age where your children, where you're actively seeking out knowledge from your kids, like how do you yeah. do that? Yeah, 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 that's like it's so, uh it's so dope, man. It's so dope. So that was that was a lot of fun. We made Thanksgiving dinner for the first time. Um, it was actually edibles. It was good. Yeah. Um, that was I mean that was it. So now we back in the Grussell. It's snowing out here. It's been snowing for the last two days. This winter's gonna be trash. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I kind of want to move. <laughs> you just. I no, 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 no. I mean, to another, <laughs> to another state. I love Ohio, but like, bruh, I, ugh, I need like a seventy degree winter. 
I mean, you could go down to Florida. I could go down to Florida. But who wants to be? I, in, no, I'm just kidding. I gotta say, I got people in Florida. I got people. In, I'm sure we have listeners in Florida. Shout out to our Florida listeners. I'll be I'll be down there on Friday. Oh yeah. Fly, flying down. Uh, me and the first lady are uh, flying down to Universal Orlando. Oh boy, y'all got oh, yeah. a good time. Y'all get yeah. y'all got. I know y'all got fast passes. Yeah, we're staying at one of the resorts on site, so we get the express pass and we get the early entry and all that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because we, I took my kids two years ago, the day after Christmas, and it wasn't that bad. Like, you would think it was super packed. It was packed, but it wasn't, like, as packed as I thought it was going to be. However, the Transformer ride, two and a half hours. There's just no scenario on Earth where I'm spending any amount of time waiting for a Transformer ride. The ride was dope mm. for two and a half hours. Nah, man. Not doing it. Two and, a half. and I think Harry Potter was, like, an hour and change maybe close to hour and a half yeah harry potter is definitely why we're going like marissa was like she's like i want to go i want to go to the harry potter world i was like all right so that's why we're doing the trip so like the first day when we do early entry like we're going right there so yeah it was um she'll like it because it's like a whole city unto itself oh yeah and you got you know there's like sections of it in both parks and you got to go back and forth and it's a whole yep yep Yep, yep. It was it was really the only thing I didn't like is that it was way more crowded than the rest of the park. Yeah, it's gonna be crowded. We know that. Um, yep. Which is why we're trying to do that like first thing. Sure. Yep. You probably should just go there first. Yeah. Yeah. Nine o'clock whenever it opens and just run in there and 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 knock out. Spend your three hours, however long in there. Yeah. And knock it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Well, all right, man. You want to talk some music? Yeah, what what music is there to talk about? Uh, I'm, I was I was gonna say your man, but I'm not even trying to disrespect you like that. No one's man, six nine, um, pterodactyl, <laughs> tyrannosaurus. Uh, he's uh he's making some headlines lately. Whew, man, a, he was uh he's arrested. He's facing yeah. serious time. Feds, fed time. Feds watching. Feds watching. Feds taking pictures. <laughs> I forgot about that song. Yeah. Um, and uh, his album was originally supposed to come out Friday? Friday, yeah. This past Friday. But because of all this, it was kind of put on hold. But he switched distributors and put it out today. Well, it mysteriously leaked. <laughs> yeah, it's not that mysterious. Yeah. Mysteriously he wanted it out. Leaked. Of course, mysteriously leaked, and then yeah, then he put it out today. Yeah, I know. I guess so. Then that that well, it's weird because then it like it bars the question because I, I was thinking about it and I was like, yo, of course when when this happens, you're like, all right, this is not real because he's done this before. Like he something always happens right before he puts out music. Um. So, of course, it was like on some Boy Who Cry, Cry Wolf stuff. And then when they announced that they weren't putting out the album, I was like, oh, OK, this might be serious. And I was thinking that, like, based off of how this trial goes, if they held on to that album for, I don't know, three months, two months, four months, six months at the long, six months would probably be too long, but like two to four months, like, he could have really built up some momentum like in his absence. So when it came out, it was almost like, you know, hip hop loves nothing more than to free its its criminals. Yeah, except this isn't a small charge. Right. This isn't right. like a small violation of parole or even a Meek Mill situation. Right. This is a, a if this is a mandatory minimum of 25 years in prison. Yeah. And he was denied bail. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I kind of get it, right? Where it's like, and I don't know, like I skimmed the album. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't profess to be some uh, major 6 9 fan. Um, I kind of, I don't know, part of me gets why they put it out, which is to say there's nothing on here that is like so forward looking that like, oh, well, you know, there's crazy stuff on here so we can release it whenever and it'll, no, like it sounds of the moment. Right. There's nothing on here remotely as uh, catchy as uh, Fifi. So, like, I, I get why you put it out when you put it out because his name's in the, in the news and you, you know, try to get money while you can. I understand that. But, like, I don't know, man. 
there's a there's a whole lot of Scott Storch on this album for 2018. Really? Yeah, hold on. I'll look at the. Uh... So lots of like Madden O2 loading music. No, no, new modern Scott Storch. Uh, what's modern stuff, Scott? Storch? Oh, he makes trap beats now. <laughs> trap beats. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, is it on? It's on. It's on Apple Music. All right, hold on. I'm pulling up right now. Okay. Cause he had a when I saw that the track list was a. It's amazing that now we're at this stage where like the track list reveal used to be like the back cover artwork <laughs> and this elaborate thing. Now it's like a screenshot of the notes app. Right. And that's where we are. Like stuff that we would stuff that we kind of wanted to do but couldn't. Now yeah. they're like, yeah, I would just do it. Okay, here we go. Oh, there's a there's a clean version of Dummy Boy. Oh, good luck. All right. It's probably just an instrumental album. Yeah, so there's like Nikki's on the album twice. Tory Lanez is on there. Kanye's, I think Kanye's on here twice, right? Uh, yep, Kanye's on here twice. Um, yeah, there's one, two, there's three Scott Storch records. Wait, what's the Scott Storch? Give me one. Uh, the Tory Lanez record. Okay, I want to hear. I want to hear it. Hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. You're you're not doing this. You're not doing this. You want you want another storage record? Because they just they just jacked uh the they just jacked the ZZ record. Yeah, I'm good. Mm. Okay, give me another one. Uh, the one with a boogie. Okay, walk walk. You just picture Scott Storage playing keys, don't you? Absolutely. All right, thank you. All right. Yeah. I want to hear this. I want to hear a Kanye record. Uh, okay. Which one? Which L- one? Kanga or Listen to Kanga? Mama. Mama. All right. Nikki and Kanye. Yeah. For for a man who's married, Kanye raps an awful lot about women who he thinks are gold digging. That's all I'm going to say. He really raps a lot about that. All the time. (laughs) Here's my... (laughs) (laughs) Like all the time. Yeah, lots of... Yeah. That's a definite definite thing with him this year. It's been it for a while. He's been doing that since... What? Uh, Jesus? Yeah. Jesus? A little bit on 808s, but... Sometimes I think California's not great. Sometimes I think California's not great for Kanye. (laughs) That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. My question is, what what constitutes a whack verse in 2018? Like, what's whack? Um, um, I'll tell you right now. This is totally unrelated, but I've been meaning to say it, and I just want to get it on the record. Okay. You know what? I, I the, the the rapping's bad, but the song is just terrible. And I need I need some outside perspective to understand why people like this song. Is Mo Bamba the worst like successful <laughs> song you've heard in a while? That song is awful. Mm. It's really offensive. It's offensive. I don't even know what he's talking about. You know who Mo Bamba is. Mo Bamba's the NBA player, correct? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Let's let's look up the. Okay, we're gonna be real old. I'm gonna look up the lyrics on Genius. 
From Mobamba. Yeah. Okay. This is like this is the crazy thing. Like, like Genius has like Sheck West breaking down the lyrics to this song. Yeah, which is funny. Like, like that. Again, <laughs> maybe I'm just old. Like, maybe I'm just old, or maybe I'm just, like I don't know. Like, I want to break down stuff. There's a difference between breaking stuff down and like understanding like incoherence incoherence like i don't need it broken down like tell me what you said because i can't understand it see what what <laughs> it's not even the, like i just want to say this is a terrible song i don't like the beat he sound check west sounds awful i don't under and I, I don't understand I, I just don't get it no seriously i'm reading these lyrics like <laughs> what <laughs> we've officially jumped the shark it's happening uh, right now bro what is he said steph west i stay with the effing pole mm -hmm. you f around and get pulled because i got hoes <laughs> what does it mean to pull somebody i don't want to know all right all right yeah, I yeah it you know but you know what it is, Doc. It's it's not that. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. Yeah, it's the vibes. The only vibes I know came from R. Kelly. Public announcement, R. Kelly. <laughs> Those are the only vibes. Or Quincy Jones will put it out once a month, and I'd go to the gas station and buy it. I don't know about these vibes that the kids are into nowadays. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, six nine. Yeah, six nine. <laughs> I didn't even recognize that that Bobby Schmurter record was Tay Keith on the beat. Oh, really? Yeah. I ain't heard it. One thing that is interesting, you haven't seen that one? No, bro, I'm not listening to 6 6 9 music. <laughs> not intentionally. Not if it's not for the show. Right. Nah. Um, what's it, the one thing that's sort of interesting about the types of beats that he goes after is he does like more up-tempo beats. Mm-hmm. And it would be interesting to see if like we start to get... Because, you know, we're not always in the slow tempos, but... He is consistently like it almost like it's almost like he's trying to make like New York City strip club music, if that makes sense. You know, it, it's like strip club tempo. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say strip club more than I would say he's trying to create energy. Like sure. I saw I saw somebody compare him to DMX, which offended me. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Like just because he's loud does not like DMX could actually rap. Um. But I guess I could understand what they were trying to say, where when you heard a DMX record like, you know, or MOP or something like that, like you wanted to you want to fight. You got amped up. You wanted to do something. You built up this aggression and you wanted to take it out on the gym, uh, you know, or whatever. I could see that with that. And I, didn't I say at the top of the year that, that Uptempo was going to come back? I know I said that. You did. So, I mean, I, I can, what's interesting is that a record like Fifi, like, I heard it played, I, I did a cypher for the radio station here a few months ago, and they played it. So that was the closest I came to, like, a club environment, and it actually, like, brought the room down, because the tempo was too plotted. It was too plotted. Even though that's, yeah. that's probably, like, the best 6 9 song I've heard, because it's, it's, it's actually, like, that's a good beat for murder. But like the rest of the no, stuff, no, no, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what a good six nine song is. I'm not, and I'm not saying that to like to trash him. I'm really like, what, what constitutes a good six nine song? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right, well, uh, I guess we'll just have to see this play out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like we've we've talked about his his legal troubles before. Like, what's kind of amazing to me is like. It's not just the stuff that he got arrested for this time, right? Which is like racketeering charges. And like, he's got like the ATF after him. Like, this is like, he's got like serious stuff. But like... Speaking of DMX. Right. But, you know, he's got, he's working with Nikki. He's working with Kanye. Despite the underage girl stuff, like... And nobody cares. Bruh. It, they it, only care if they don't, if they already don't like you. Sort of. I mean, like, I, I've talked a lot on the show, like, in the context of Kanye and even R. Kelly, where it's like, when, when you stop being dope is when they, is when people will all of a sudden care about all of your flaws and everything. You know, that's when, mm -hmm. right? But I was being too naive. It's not dope. It's when you stop making people money. Absolutely. Right. Which, you know, 
ideally, dope music makes money, but (laughs) not always, obviously. Um, So it's more like when I think for fans, when the artists start making, stop making, you know, really good music is when, you know, all of a sudden all that questionable stuff you got away with, you're not getting away with that probably goes away. But for other artists, like why is six, like, why is Kanye on this? Like, why is Nikki on this? Like they don't, they don't need him, but they think they do. Nick, Nikki, Nikki's different because Nikki has spent the last three years playing like really bad hands of like, Uno. like, she she could have done and I wasn't talking about that with you but like there's certain artists who were at that point where they were they could have transitioned into like more pop stuff and I think Nikki was supposed to do that and she was so we talked about this she was so concerned with being respected as a lyricist when really she should have been looking to get out of music because that door was open for her she could have went to fashion actually did some movies like go do that stuff, come back after a few years and then put out an album. But she was, she was so concerned with what was going on here because she was so like obsessed over this quote unquote throne. And now she's fighting with Cardi over quote unquote scraps. And by scraps, I mean this idea of being the best female MC, which kind of shouldn't be a thing. You should just be the best MC, but like, Unfortunately, we talked about this too. Unfortunately, hip hop only allows you to only allows one woman, one white person, like one. If you aren't a black male in this space, it's like it's like if you're only they only allow you if you're not if you're not a black male. They only allow certain types, certain a certain amount of a certain different type of people into hip hop, and you have to be from a certain area. That's not New York. That's only L.A., New York, Chicago, Philly, Miami. Like you can come out of there, Houston. You come out of there and be cool. Not even Houston, but like, you know, how many rappers from Columbus could come out? You know, like how many rappers from Detroit could come out? It would have to be a whole movement, quote unquote. Yeah. Or like a whole new sound. Yeah. 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 So it's just it's. I don't want to say unnecessary, but it's just, I think Nikki, Nikki needs Takashi because she played her hand wrong and she should be in a totally different stratosphere right now. She shouldn't even be batting an eye at Cardi. She should be in a totally different space. Right. So that, and, and I don't even know what to say about Kanye just because, right, man. Yeah. We'll talk about him probably at the end of the year. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about six, nine? Nah, we spent too much time. We did. Um, your boy, uh, your boy Meek Mill put out some singles. He did. He Cause did. Because he's, he's got an album coming out Friday. Friday. So, yeah. So uh, Uptown Vibes and uh, Oodles on Noodles Babies. That's what I heard. That's the what, one I heard. What you think? Uh, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> kind of depressing. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to hear about the struggle as much as I want to hear about like stealing my girl or how much money you have. Like we don't talk about that being an overused thing in hip hop. Like I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. Except now he, now he has a whole new struggle to rap about, which is the struggle to get out of prison. Yeah. (laughs) Hip hop loves it when people rap about the struggle. And more, more importantly, rappers who became famous that way, don't know how to adjust when suddenly they're not rapping about the struggle. Absolutely. So I get it. I don't know. I, I feel like Meek's got a lot of leeway. Like people want to see him win. Absolutely. We said that years ago. Yeah. So we did. I mean, I don't think Oodles and Noodles is going to be like, that's going to be like his like breakthrough single, but nah. maybe he doesn't need one right now. He'll get one. He's got something in the tuck. I know he does. Think so? Yeah. He's got something crazy in the tuck. He's got something that, that will take him through the winter. Absolutely. All right. Anything else you want to say about Meek? Uh, did you listen to either one of these records? I listened to Oodles Noodles. I thought it was fine. I thought it was cool. <laughs> it's fine. I've, I've, heard, I've heard Meek do this record before. Do we want to hear, what was it called? Champagne Vibes, what was it called? 
I'm I'm that person now. Old, where I'm like uh, Uptown Vibes with Fab. Okay, here it is. Oh, Fab. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, up tempo, but not where you thought it was going. Nah, I don't need I don't need Bodega Meek. Would have been funny if the Caribbean Jams uh, drums would have came in. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for it. I don't know who this Enwell AA is, but he definitely sounds like a reggaeton artist. <laughs> so, I'm sure there's a lot of on the hook. I'm sure that's coming. I'm good. What else, what else happened? Not much else, man. Um, I have to vouch for this Tyler the Creator Christmas album. Mm. It's really, really good. Did you? Uh, did you? Did your kids want to see the movie this weekend? Did they? I don't think so. Okay, so you didn't go. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, we didn't do, bro. I had them working this week. We <laughs> we were working, moving into a house. So, um. Nah. And then my, my son called me Sunday. He got home Saturday night. He called me Sunday afternoon. And he's like, man, Wreck-It Ralph 2 was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> he was like, there wasn't even a life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> what kid says that? that? My son. A life lesson. Yeah. I was like, why do you want to get your life lesson from a Wreck-It Ralph movie? I was like, I'll teach you something. What do you want to know? <laughs> but whatever. So no, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, they didn't tell me they wanted to see that. But you're a fan of the soundtrack. Absolutely. I just like Tyler, man. I know. He's he's getting into biased territory for me. Mm. He's uh he's he's just putting out really good stuff. Yeah. You know now yeah. he's getting soundtrack money. Man, I bet you that check was nice. And uh, you know, I'm. We'll probably get an album next year. Uh, you know, that's interesting. How is this going to work when everybody dropped this year? So what happens next year? Does everybody drop again because music moves so fast? Um, Did everybody drop? There's still a handful who, of people who... Who didn't? I mean, Tyler didn't, right? He dropped it in the last year, right? Yeah. Eh. Eh. <laughs> 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 oh, let me... When did he drop? Like November? Now I got that stupid beat stuck in my head. It sounded like it was from a Dave Chappelle skit. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. All right, Flower Boy. Hold on. It came out. Oh, wow. July 21st. <laughs> All right. We were wrong. Yeah. So it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, n- another album this year. Yeah, in t- I mean, yeah, in 2019. Yeah, but then, but then that's my co- okay. So, what Kendrick next year? Kendrick makes sense. I think Drake just drops every year now. Um, yeah, Drake's probably every year. Does Jay do something else? Probably. Um, uh, does Cole do something? Cole's probably do. Um, T- yeah, that whole TD, that whole TDE cycle just comes back around again, right? School yeah. Boy. Yeah, Q um, Q. I know Q was supposed to drop this year, but yeah, yeah, he stopped recording because of Max 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 passing. Right, so he'll school, be out next year. Right, he'll come back around. Um, let's see who else is. Travis. I don't think so. Oh, I'm I'm gonna tell you like the um they're having some uh, production problems on tour with Travis. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, I think he is. You know, this, this is his first arena tour. Mm-hmm. And after the first night, they immediately like canceled a handful of shows or delayed them actually more accurately. And then some of them are popping back up. I think the problem is they're trying to figure they're I think they've they sort of didn't match their ambition for their ability to actually move it from city to city. Mm. Growing pains, man. Happens to every artist. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, for a second, I got excited because one of the shows that they delayed was the Hartford show. And I'm going to be out of town because he's going to be in Hartford on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. That's great. Like he delays it. Maybe I can get like cheap tickets and see it or whatever. But they figured it out. Shows back on. So okay. 
but anyway, yeah. So maybe I don't think Travis. I think he's gonna. Let, I think he can let Astro World ride out for a while because he's gonna tour and then he's doing a second round tour and then yeah, he'll just be touring. Yeah, yeah. He um, I had I had the opportunity to get free tickets to the uh, Kentucky show. Yeah, he was in Louisville. That's like a three hour drive. It's a long way to go. Yeah, I wasn't doing three. I just I've done two hour, two and a half hours twice last week. Uh, for a Browns game and for Anita Baker, like I wasn't doing three for Travis Scott. I wasn't doing it. Mm. Not not out of curiosity, because I was curious. Like if he would if he'd have been in Cincinnati or something like that, I'd have made that. That's an hour and a half. Oh, you're but, closer to Cincinnati than I thought. Yep. Yeah, I'm an hour and a half from Cincinnati, two and a half from Cleveland, uh, about 45 minutes from Dayton. Okay. Not too bad. Two hours from uh, two hours from Indianapolis. You're closer to Indy than you are to than you are to Cleveland. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Turns out. Yeah, Indy's Indy's like a straight shot. Super easy to get to Indy. I need to I need to check Indy out this summer. All right, man. Um, yeah, I don't know who else is a uh, Kanye. Know. Well, yeah, he'll drop at some point. Yeah. He could drop he this pushed, year. Well, he said he was pushing it back, right? Oh, he is. I mean, but I feel like with him, who knows? Chance is definitely dropping in the spring. I'm stunned he didn't come out. Yeah. I mean, you got to listen to the Joe Budden interview. Hmm. It set him up so beautifully. It set him the second half of that. I I don't know what point I would like for you to watch that interview from. The first half is kind of awkward. But like once everybody calms down, it's a great interview. And I'd say like the last hour and a half is really, really good. And he sets himself up to pretty much do whatever he wants. And I think he's going to do a lot next year. I think he's going to have like a Frank Ocean run where he becomes like this mythical creature. I mean... He's got to deliver with music, right? Because he put out those four songs, which were all cool, but, you know, didn't light the world on fire. Yeah, so, but I think I think he's okay, though. I'm, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I think he's okay. I think he's okay. All right, man, you want to, uh, you want to talk about the, the, main, the, the main topic today? Yeah, let's do it. So how do we get – so what, what are we talking about and how did we get here? So last week we talked about disappointing albums. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, first of all, one of our listeners asked us to do um, unappreciated albums. And right. I didn't, and, and, I, and it made sense because I didn't just want to be negative Nancy. I think providing balance was the smart decision. So here we are. Okay. So you, did you put a list together? No. Okay. I got a list. <laughs> I know you do. And we'll riff and we'll figure it out. Um, I, I, I said, I had to, sometimes I had to think like underappreciated, like that could mean a couple different things, right? Mm-hmm. For a big name artist, it could mean like one of their like albums that maybe gets underlooked for, mm-hmm. it could be like an album that just completely fell off the radar. So I have like stuff all like across that spectrum, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I want to start with one that we've talked about it on the show actually not that long ago but i want i wanted to put it out there because i feel like it's an unappreciated album okay jay-z volume one mm. friend of the show dre murray hit me up about three weeks ago and said yeah. the exact same thing yeah and that, we had talked about that briefly and i was like yeah yeah and i said this in the show probably so i'm repeating myself but like outside of the shiny suit records it's fantastic it's really good like when was the last like if you're listening to this like when was the last time you listened to volume one? Bruh. Cause like I don't know. I'm right, I'm going down this and like the intro is bananas. Yep, classic. Imaginary player. Classic. Streets is watching. Classic. Classic, yep. My friend bad, classic. friend of phone ninety eight. Classic. Classic. I don't know if you ha- if you feel you know I now I like Lucky Me. All right. Sunshine. No. <laughs> uh but No I <laughs> Lucky Me's alright. Um, oh, man. But Who You With 2 is great. I don't know if I like two more than one. They're both really good. They are. Face Off is dope. Face Off is dope. The two short records, cool. Is that a week? That's not a week ago. No. That's oh, that's, uh, that's Real Niggas Do Real right. Things. Eh. Rap Game, Crack Game is cool. I used to love that record. Yeah. Uh, where I'm From and You Must Love Me. I mean, like, so, I'm yes. The only person in the world doesn't ever need to hear Where I'm From ever again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where it's I'm the from? record. Like, if, because for me, like, when I saw him at, at 444, 
when he got into like his album cut bag, it wasn't really like album cuts. It was records like those that everybody's familiar with. It was a single. It was, like popular, it was popular. There, exactly. there was a video for it. Exactly. Exactly. But um, like, I just I want to hear Streets is talking. I want to hear you right. know, addicted to the game and early this morning. I don't want to hear where I'm from. So, so yeah, he's got versions of those types of records to me. So yeah, City is mine. I know what girls like and Sunshine have not aged well. Not at all. But like, I don't know. Like people, I don't know. I think people always look at um. So like there's, we had talked about this, right? There are, there are the three undisputed J albums, which are Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, and American Gangster. And you can arrange them whatever order you want. And then beneath that, some people might put, like even put Black Album up there. I don't, I put sure. that in the next level down. But then like people will always bring up like volume two, right? Yep. Like volume one's better than volume two. I think people put volume two up there because of what it did for Jay's career. Uh, understood. Right. Jay had such an interesting career because he basically had like his Illmatic, right? Which is reasonable mm-hmm. doubt. Mm-hmm. And then volume two is like his get rich or die trying. Mm, right, right. Just right. hit after hit after hit, right? Yep. Yep. Um, but like <laughs> there's a lot of I don't know, like, yes, the hits are there, but like, do I really oh, yeah. need to hear I mean, I loved if I should die when I was like, you know, fifteen years old, but like I don't need to hear that. <laughs> right. I I don't need to hear uh the sequel to coming of age which is not good don't do that right don't do that (laughs) no i'm not rolling um somehow you know uh, him and foxy over a timbo beat in 98 is not amazing i don't know how they did that not that beat though it's all it's not it's not lobster shrimp it's not it's not even jigga what jigga who man i heard party people yesterday party people yeah what is oh wait it's been a long time Party people. Oh, Jay and Twista. Yeah. So anyway, I think volume one is crazy <laughs> underrated. Oh, you're terrible. I think volume one's crazy under. I think volume one is underappreciated. Maybe not underrated, but underappreciated. Okay. Right? If you want to split hairs, because that's what we're talking about is underappreciated albums. Like in Jay's canon, I think I have underappreciated that album. Sure. Sure, sure. If I think the way you feel about Volume One is how I feel about Dynasty, I don't think people put Dynasty where it should be. I think Dynasty is in that second tier. Do I like or Volume else? Three more than the Dynasty? Oh my God, absolutely! I like Change vo- the game, ROC, and Squeeze First are the only records I don't need. And Holler, and I like Squeeze the rest First. of it. And Squeeze First isn't—it's not trash like those other records. Jay is skating on Squeeze First. Just yes. completely skating. He's skating all over that album, though. But like Volume Three, Hova Song, So Ghetto, Do It Again, Dope Man, It's Hot, Yeah, Big Pimpin's Been a Murder, Come and yeah. Get Me. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's got Pop for Rock, it's got S. Dot Carter, and it's got things that you do. Competition is not a. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think that whole second tier, it's like because the J, we've talked about this at Atlanta. I'm, I'm tired of saying we talked about this. We, that should we be talk the about the same because, five. We talk about the same five things, basically. We do. We really do. But that's okay. Um, the Because the top tier is so good, the second, t- the top tier is so good and the bottom tier is so bad, um, which mm. is just Magna Carta. And I think Kingdom Come is a notch above that. Where the first, because the first half is so good, the second half is just really really bad um but magna carta is just horrible but like there's that second tier and the third tier is nah it's like blueprint 2 and even those have phenomenal records on it but that second tier of j albums which man you make a good case for volume one you make a good case for volume three i think i make a good case for dynasty like all of those records they people uh, black albums in that second tier I think you make a case that all three of those albums are better than the black album mm. you know what album from Jay is underappreciated and so underappreciated we haven't even talked about it mm. it's Jay-Z Unplugged oh absolutely absolutely I listened to that today aside from the fact that unfortunately they covered uh, the one of the songs they play is um, uh, that brother Jigga will say um, <laughs> they did do that that that's the one misstep 
that song does not need to be there. Aside from that, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. People don't, and people don't talk about Jay-Z Unplugged. No, at all. Because it, it's not, It. I guess for, I think for people, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, like a compilation. Sort of. I mean, I don't know. The Roots do so much with that, man. So Absolutely. much. Absolutely. 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 Although Absolutely. I did, I, I really kind of laughed when Can't Knock the Hustle turned into Family Affair and Mary J singing about hateration. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, 2001, here we are. Yeah, man. Woof. But like all the beat changes during Takeover and you're just like, it was, a, it was such a unique yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Recorded. Yeah. So I'm looking at this recorded November 18th, 2001. When does Eat, when is Ether released? Ether's what over the Ether's over Ether's like October. Cuz cuz Blueprint's September 11th. So the album so Stillmatic doesn't come out till December 18th. Mhm. Ether Ether would have to be October. Had to be October. I was it, in school. Yeah. I think it might be like November December. Is it really that Okay. Late? Maybe. When now, did if it's uh, it came out on Renegades 3.5 case. I know that for a fact. <laughs> it's okay, hosted by Nori. Renegades 3.5. Hosted by Nori. Hold up. Looking to try and see if I can find this right now. It's on there. It's on the internet. Oh, yeah, it is. But I'm trying to find a, like a release date, you know. Oh, I, you know, streets get it when they get it. Oh, oh, wait, wait. When was Jay's, when, Jay's birthday is December 4th, right? Mm-hmm. That's when Nas did it on Jay's birthday. <laughs> so this is a very interesting time because they record this after Takeover and after Blueprint One comes out and before Ether. And so listen to the crowd in that room when he's doing Takeover. Hmm. There's you. I would. I walk away from that thinking to myself. You walk like you listen to that and you're like, Nas is done forever. Mm. Like the way they're reacting to everything. Like he. It's like, it almost makes like what Nas was able to pull off like even more amazing. Like, cause those people in that room, granted they're Jay fans, right? They're there for Jay-Z Unplugged. But like, listen to like those people in that room and you're just like, oh man, oh man. Hmm. It's super, it's a super interesting like time capsule. Okay. I'm rolling. Jay-Z Unplugged. All right. You want me to keep going? Yeah, you keep, you keep going. All right. I kind of talked about mine on social media. I'll just do like a, a quick wrap up after yours. But go ahead. Um, I got all, I'm all over the place with some of this stuff. Um, That's cool. I think this is underappreciated. But we talked. I think feel like we talked about this in the show. But I'll put it out there. Black Rob Life Story. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's not perfect. It's not classic. But it's real. I think it's really good. Man, I think the four and a half mics killed that album. That's that is a that album would have been just fine at four. That is a yep. honest to goodness four mics, but like a real four mics. Honest to goodness four mics. I agree. I agree. Um, and you know, he got a good J Lo record out of it. <laughs> that is, I actually like that J Lo song. Yeah, the J Lo record is kind of hard. Uh, and like we said in the show, it's like the last gasp of like '90s bad boy. Yep. Yep. It's got a, a couple of couple of shiny suit records, Espacio. I li- um, I don't mind Espacio. Nah, I'm good. isn't there one that's called like PD World Tour? Yes, that song's terrible. Yes, it is. Um, thank God for him. Whoever told him to keep "I Love You, Baby" and put mm. it on his album was yeah. very very smart. Very, very smart. smart. Yeah, but you've got God. Can I live? Which oh. is phenomenal. Oh phenomenal peak locks peak black rob like that record is i would i would have loved to have heard big on that record i feel like big and mace both would have skated on that beat big on that beat would just be yeah oh big would have big would have punished that record i dare use classic uh uh let's see where else are we what else what up you don't know me's classic yeah (laughs) can you imagine like here here's what a lot of the youths don't understand Whoa used to like kill the club. Oh yeah. Like killed like that would be the record that you played at the peak of the club. Yes. And and you dance with girls to, like it was yeah. I don't remember how that happened. <laughs> like how did you dance to Whoa with a girl? I have no idea, but we did it. It's a great record. 
Okay. Um, I've got, I want to say two, the first two albums from this artist, because I just think this artist is super unappreciated. Mm-hmm. And that's Devin. Mm. So I'm not well versed on Devin like that. Go ahead, please. Devin is, so his first album is called uh, The Dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to get the track you know, list up. 90, here right what was that? 90, 98, 97? 98, yeah, 98. Uh-huh. And that's just like, it's like classic, um, uh, it's classic rap a lot, right? Okay. So um, production by Scarface, Mr. Lee, like, all, you know, uh, N.O. Joe has a beat on here. Like, you know, all the, I mean, like, if you like classic rap a lot records, like, you and you if you haven't listened to this yet like you should listen to it like i feel like devin was sort of supposed to be like the the southern nate dog mm. but like and he had he had a little run of moments there right like um i mean his appearance on on dre's 2001 is just ridiculous absolutely it's classic com- it's completely ridiculous and classic and like the dude didn't really get there wasn't like a big hit single from Moto ever but then like just trying to live which was uh 2002 but i feel like got leaked really early which did not help it but like mm-hmm. he, you know he's got he's got you know a dre record with nas and exhibit some of mm. them right I High is really dope, right? He's got Doobie Ashtray, which is an incredible primo beat. I love Doobie Ashtray, right? Like, um, and then he's got all the, you know, all the rap a lot, you know, Southern style records as well on here. He's got a Raphael Sadiq record. Like he, these aren't perfect, like perfect albums by any stretch, right? There does stuff that I skip over, but like nobody ever talks about Devin. No. And you know. like, I used to give, and I used to give Devin's, I, that, especially that first album, I used to give that first album like a lot of run. Mm. I think I bought it. <laughs> this is how you know we're old. There was a, uh, there was a, you know, there was a, a, a music store on campus when I was in college, and they sold used CDs. Oh boy! I'm pretty the sure I got CD hustle. I'm pretty sure I got this album for like three dollars. Yeah. And I was like, I was really happy with that. But yeah, Devin, like, he's just underappreciated in general. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's go. I got a whole random list here. Let's talk about one that we were talking about on social media today. Okay. Which MOP, was? Warriors. Oh, God. Jesus. I listened to this today and I was just like, oh, man. But that was so good. It's better than I remember. I mean, it's too long. It's too long. There's stuff I don't really need. Yeah. But like yeah, I don't need I don't need foundation I don't need power, yeah it's a couple of records, I don't need old timers, bruh. Welcome to Brownsville. Every face day, off two K one. Every day is I, I can skip, but yeah, yeah every up, day I mean face off. I mean Primo is just. Oh my god, that Billy Dan's verse used to like hit my soul. Like dang, like you all right, man? <laughs> I need follow instructions. Follow instructions on the front line. Calm down. Home sweet home. Cold as ice. Cold as oh my god. Cold as ice, bruh. That was great. And I think, I think MOP, uh, fame in particular, very underrated MCs. Hmm. Hmm. They could rap. Yeah, because they kind of had a, a rep of almost being like, I don't know. It was like it's like to, it, I want to say it's Takashi in the sense of the the whole theme of MOP was to get you in a place like it was adrenaline music it was gym music right right it was right, music right. that you did layup lines to in high school but no sit down and listen to what they were saying they were actually rapping so nah yeah warriors absolutely absolutely i've got one that came across the timeline and i kind of agree you probably don't what do you but got it's okay life of pablo uh is that under underappreciated yes that feels yes. properly appreciated? I don't know. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. When you think of Pablo, the only record you think of is probably, the average person thinks of is um, Father's Father Stretch Lands. There's a lot on that album that's really, really good. Yeah. And amazing. But yeah, it, I don't know. And I think Ye makes Pablo sound even better. Because like you said, Ye's the first album that didn't have any records that immediately blew us away. Right. Whereas Pablo, though it's not 
graduation. It's not dark, twisted fantasy. It's not this overwhelming, oh my God, collection of music. The standouts stand the freak out. Yeah. They're really, really good. It, it's a little too long. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is fine. It's a little too long. And the records I don't need, I really don't need them. But the great records are freaking great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think there's a 1.5 of this that is tremendous. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, like you said, like Ultralight Beam, I know how you, you're not a really big fan of Ultralight. Ultralight Beam's amazing. Uh, Father Stretch mm. My Hands, one and two. Famous. Man, <laughs> hearing... <laughs> Man, hearing uh, 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 Panda really dates this album. It does. Um, I don't know how I feel Famous. about. I don't know how I feel about highlights. Highlights is fire. Feedback is dope. Freestyle Four Freestyle. is the first record I don't like. Oh, Freestyle Four is crazy. Man, I mean Tyler's better on it. Yeah, Tyler's is way better. But like, I love Kanye. Into Waves is dope. Yeah. Um, well, I really wish Waves would have got fit. Do Do you like Chance's version? Would you have preferred them like putting the choir and all that stuff on there? No, I think Waves okay. is good as is. Um, okay. FML, Even when Chris it, Brown just like, hey, go do stuff. Well, get him off there. Um, <laughs> FML is just depressing to me. Um, but Real Friends, yeah, FML is terrible. R- Real Friends is dope. Wolves is dope. Um, Thirty Hours is dope. No More Parties is dope. Fade no is parties. incredible. No More Parties is fire. Yeah, there's a lot of records on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 30 Hours is dope. I don't mind. I don't mind. Well, Facts is kind of dated, like, kind of dates itself. Like, and then considering the year that Nike had versus the year Adidas had this year, it's like, ah, uh, you jumped out the window. And I don't hate St. Pablo. I didn't need it, though. I don't need it at all. Everybody always tries to redo that song. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Leave it alone. Yeah. It's like, just leave where I'm from alone. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. You ready for more? Yeah, go ahead. Um, let's talk about Swiss Beats' first album, Ghetto Stories. <laughs> Yo, I had, a co- I had a co-worker tell me that there's a video on the internet with John Tesh and Yanni, like, keyboard battling, and I immediately thought of Swiss Beats. <laughs> so... I think this. There are more. There are more records on here than I think people ever give Swiss credit for. Um, Good times, aka I get high, is on here. Shine is on here. Um, the Noriega record is bananas. Um, is, that, is it? No, you heard. No. Um, it's he only. No, of course, Nori has like multiple songs that are called NORE. Um, <laughs> this is not the NORE song from his debut album. This is another song called NORE. Um, but like I was listening to, uh, I was listening to this today and cause I was curious, I was like, I wonder if this is what I remember. And I'm listening to ghetto stories, which is like the first real song on here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, it's the same drums from Jurassic Harlem. It's the exact same drums. Hmm. Now you want to listen, don't you? Of course. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is Jurassic Harlem. It's not. No, no, no. It's Jurassic Harlem. There's a version of this album on. There's a version of this song on a clue tape, with the Jurassic Harlem beat. They just didn't clear the sample. Yeah, that's that. So that's what I was saying today. Is like, it's pretty obvious that they wanted the same feel. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still love that beat though. No. I just need those. These are, these are Scott Storch uh, strings. <laughs> but listen, like the, the Buster record is bananas. It's, I think I remember the Buster. Yeah, the Buster. there's a lot of like. Yeah. But Shine is dope. Good Times is dope. This Noriega record is crazy. I remember Gonda. I remember loving Gonda Lyrics. I hate Gonda Lyrics. Uh. We did it again, Swiss Beats and Metallica. That's terrible. So bad. So is the Salute Me remix. <laughs> nope, stop it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Metallica and Ja Rule? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yo. Nah. <laughs> there's, yeah, like, there's like six dope records on here. 
And we yeah. give Swiss a lot of crap. We do. And so I just wanted to give him some love. Also, I never realized until now that he's got a, f- like the album cover has a hand-drawn image of Ron Isley in the upper right-hand corner <laughs> on it. <laughs> Overlooking the city? Oh he's my God, on the side of the building. Yeah, it's like, oh man. Oh, it is busted as Birdman, as Fat Joe, as Nori. I don't know who this is in the hoodie. Who is this in the hoodie? It's Ja Rule and then <laughs> oh! Yeah. oh man. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I had I had to give it some love. So, so speaking of Swiss beats in Jurassic Harlem. We do that. Yeah. Um we have talked on this show for a very long time about the Jurassic Harlem remix. Correct. Which we have not been able to find. It has never. I, I don't know if it's. It's just not on YouTube, which is how we find all old music now. If it's not, if because if it was not officially released, which of course they could never clear that sample. But yet Jurassic Harlem, the original, is all over YouTube. Right. But the remix was only on a single Casey mixtape. <laughs> it was on a couple. It was on a couple mixtapes. Was it? It was on a couple. It was on the uh, the Casey Don Diva mixtape. Okay. And today I, found, today I found a working link of of the mixtape and I downloaded that. I, I I can Dropbox that. Yeah. Let me see if, can I, what do we have for the, uh, hold on. Do I have, I don't, did I put the whole thing in Dropbox? Maybe not. But it's actually, the mixtape's pretty dope. Um, I specific, I, re, I actually remember listening to this entire mixtape in like 2002 or wh- whenever this came out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so like the the after all this time, I mm-hmm. finally for the first time in like 15 years, I heard the Jurassic Harlem remix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. And what did you think when you heard it? Well, we'll just play it. We should just play it. Let's just play it. We're already off to a good start. <laughs> Yo, that's such a 2002 thing to announce remix. that it's the remix. He's so loud. Oh my god! I still know. Here's here's the saddest thing I can say, which is I know every word to this. Oh, how that hook hook is horrible. Wow. It was like, you know, in those days really the theory of oh battle rappers can't make songs like it was solidified in this era Mm. because battle rappers and mixtape rappers there was so much emphasis put on them to just rap yeah that they didn't even like make songs they didn't even feel the need and then they signed a record deal and the record label's like yeah we need a hit so they're writing these hooks that are just bad so that's why Cass worked so well with Swiss because Swiss was able to do the hook part. Like you kind of needed a guy and, and Poster Boy needed a guy because this hook, oh my God. Yeah. Oof. Beat is dope. Beat's still dope. Yeah, beat's still dope. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.